Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are. Good morning. Uh, this will be broadcasting uh, on a Monday, uh, the week of Thanksgiving, actually. Uh, so <clears throat> we're trusting everybody's getting ready uh, for a great Thanksgiving. Uh, we're week of Christmas, actually. This is oh, going to be December nineteenth. Oh, yes. that's right. Yeah, I'm I'm in the wrong month. We're we're in Thanksgiving time. <laughs> That's right. The uh, week, week uh, get heading into Christmas week. Uh, so uh, pray that everyone's getting ready for that and enjoying that. And uh, again, we had a, a podcast uh, back on uh, November seventeenth, mm-hmm. Thursday, uh, where uh, we shared about um, how to enjoy the holidays and what God would speak about that. Uh, that's important to us. So we're we're going to process that together and go back if you need to listen to that and and just remind us of of the beauty of the holiday season, uh, the mm-hmm. end, end of the year, a lot of people have time off, but they also have lots of busyness, uh, relatives, right. families, things that have to happen that are stressful. Yeah. And we've talked about triggers a lot lately. A yeah. lot of triggers come around the holidays yeah. for sure. Yeah. So how to process that well. And uh, uh, so enjoy that. Hope you're having a good time with it. We've been uh, talking about prayer. And uh, again, the element is keep thinking of prayer as the beautiful opportunity we have to be in relationship with God all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just dialogue and it's, it's receiving, processing, discussing always, by the way, uh, which is why he, he makes it fairly simple in a way. Um, <clears throat> Thy kingdom come mm-hmm. is, well, in order to be in relationship with me, you're going to have to be with me in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And my kingdom is kind of simple. It's I'm the king and you're not. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so it's that full posture of surrender and yeah, submission, right? Yeah, is that you You uh, come, and that's why he talks about Jesus made a, a several statements uh, that, well, you come as a little child, mm-hmm. uh, a toddler. And see, a toddler, at that at that age, they're not really... Uh, we know they're self-centered, and they can get and they can get feisty, but <laughs> but funda- fundamentally, they don't even consciously think I'm not going to do what you just asked me to do. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's just a, a a little child, just generally, uh, particularly with somebody who's good, mm-hmm. like God says, I'm good, uh, and you as a good parent would be in the same spot. Is you say to your little toddler, "Would you like to go with me?" you know, uh, to the mall. Yes. Uh, to a movie. Yes. Do you want to walk with me down the street? Yes. Do you want to go outside and play? Yes. There's just a, the heart of a child is, yeah, sure. I'll just go with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Now think about it. Why a little, a little toddler who says, I'll just go with you. Why would they say and, and believe and think, yeah, sure. I'll just go with you. Trusting that it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. see, their their thought is, 
what I really care about is being with you. Mm-hmm. Even when you say we're going to do something different, it doesn't really bother me. And, and see, a toddler doesn't doesn't go through a cognition of mm-hmm. do I want to do that or not. It's well, if you ask me to do it, and I get to be with you, and I know it's going to be good, mm-hmm. I'll I'll just go with you because what I really care about is just being with you. Right. Uh, and so he said, if you're going to be in the kingdom, enter it like a little child. And that is, uh, I'm good. I'm going to deliver you the covenant. I'm going to deliver to you the super abundant life. I'm going to resolve your problems. I know you're going to have trouble in the world. Don't worry, I've overcome it. And I have a way to get you through it and over it and, and around it uh, uh, or break it off. And therefore, stay with me in the kingdom and it's relationship. Mm-hmm. Just be with me. That's all I'm asking you to do. Um, you don't have to be perfect at it. You don't have to have everything resolved. Uh, you don't even have to have your wounds that we've talked about with the enemy uh, who's looking for cause and effect healed up. I just need you to be with me. Um, so he says, uh, that kingdom come, stay with me. Uh, recognize how beautiful that is. And then two is that in that place, is where I can deliver my will. And the way I deliver it is um, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to get you on the right path. I need you to walk with me on that path, step by step by step, so that I can fulfill what I want to do. And uh, as we do, you'll you'll reach these milestones because the path is, is, is the, the aspects of this life is path, not destination. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, well, when we get it done, then you'll be fine. It's, well, you get to experience that. But by the way, right guess, in the middle of it. <laughs> guess what? You got something else. What's next? What's mm-hmm. next? What's next? Because life goes on. See, and, and it's always, uh, Linda and I, what we call, have our unresolved clutter list of all these things that mm-hmm. we still don't have resolved. They get resolved. And as but then getting, new things come then, on the list. And then new things come on because you're on, you're on a path mm-hmm. uh, to stay in the end of that place. Uh, and you get to enjoy uh, the beauty of that place. So um, he says, uh, you know, let me deliver to you. Uh, I'll get you my will. I'll tell you uh, how to step. You know, and we have the, you know, great examples in scripture of... Um, you know, Joshua going into the promised land is he received the promise. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the entire promised land. You and your people are going to occupy the promised land. You're, and it's going to be uh, beautiful. It's going to be peaceful. Uh, nobody will be able to defeat you. You're going to have plenty of stuff. You're going to enjoy life together. You're going to have fellowship together. Um, I'm going to give it to you. And Joshua, of course, said, I received that. Um and okay, what, what, what is it that he would have me do first? Well, I want you to cross the Jordan. Mm-hmm. How? Well, I want you, <laughs> I want you, uh, you're going to experience what you experienced. You and Caleb, all the rest of these people did not. But you and Caleb experienced the parting of the Red Sea. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it again at the Jordan. Mm. Um, and I want you to send the priest ahead set up uh, a monument, set up a memorial, set up uh, uh, stones, um, and and it'll pave the way. You get to the other side, 
then I'll show you what to do next. Um, and, uh, and again, it's all based on God's will so that, you know, just for example, um, when they crossed the Jordan, uh, Joshua was instructed to do two things immediately. And it's really, it's really interesting. One mm-hmm. was circumcise everybody. Mm. Okay. Circumcision is a sign of the covenant. Right. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Um, okay. They hadn't circumcised anybody when they were in the wilderness. Right. So, so everybody that was born, remember, these are all people born in the wilderness, never had been in right. Egypt and they've never been to Canaan or the Israel. Um, and, and God says, well, okay, now before you go any further, you need to circumcise everybody. Right. Okay. Now two questions. There's some go ahead. high ages in there for circumcision. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh-oh. <laughs> um, and by the way, they took a week off. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, so... Um, Okay, two questions. Why did they stop stop circumcising people? Well, at that point, they weren't. They really weren't living or believing or wanting to step into the covenant. Yeah, they were. As they far, were rejecting. As far that, as they was know? concerned, and God had really told them, "You have. I've offered you the covenant, mm-hmm. and my heart is covenant, and I'm it's forever. But you, you said you're not willing to go, and you've stopped the covenant." Mm-hmm. And they understood that. Well, then right. why bother circumcising? And why are we bothering to do this? So yeah. we're not going to do it. And they didn't do it. Um, okay. So God says circumcise them. And, and Joshua, I want you and everybody to remember on what basis am I going to deliver to you the promised land, mm-hmm. the covenant. Uh, and, and you guys receive that completely so that you walk, you know, walk into it. Uh, and that's how... As we're looking at decisions, we're looking at issues of life, difficulties, hardships, trouble. God said, well, remember and start with the covenant. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Mm -hmm. And now let me give you a promise that's applicable to you of what I'm going to do for you. And then he says to Joshua, and and I'll get into the, uh, the instruction, the second thing he told Joshua is go have Passover. Right. Um, and they hadn't done that okay, they in had, a very, very long time. They hadn't right? done that. Interesting enough, circumcision, they stopped right away. Mm-hmm. Passover, they did one year, and they didn't do it for the other 39. Right. Do you, do you know why they didn't do it for the other 39? The provision for them to actually do Passover was in the promised land, yeah. which they were not in. Yeah, they didn't have the yeah. material. They couldn't fulfill it because God's intention mm-hmm. was that it's an annual thing, and, and you'll and you'll be in, you'll be at, you'll be in the promised land where the provision mm-hmm. is, and you thwarted it because you stopped. Mm-hmm. So let's go. Let's do that now that you're here. You've crossed the Jordan. You're in the promised land. There's mm-hmm. provision. Do Passover and remember on what basis you mm-hmm. get to go into the supernatural. It's on what I did for you through the blood of the sacrifice that gave you the freedom to be able to enter into the supernatural. And Passover, then Jesus, right. remember Jesus did Passover and said, I'm the Passover. Mm-hmm. And it's through me that you enter into this. So it, it, he reiterated. Okay, then... Um, the next thing is, uh, okay, let's go to Jericho and we're going to conquer Jericho. 
Um, and he did, and, you know, march around the city seven days and uh, blow the trumpet and the walls will fall in and you'll conquer them. Um, okay, um, and they did. Now, by the way, Joshua understood something. He didn't say that worked. That mm-hmm. was fantastic. I'm going to march I'll around. I'll do that every time I'm going to march around every city now because that's the way to do it. And God said, no. Right. It's follow my will. Mm-hmm. Um, and Which what, can be unique to every situation. Every situation. And don't take mm-hmm. a system. You know, of course, they said, oh, okay, well, this next city we can handle ourselves. No problem. Uh, God let them. Uh, they got routed. They got defeated. Joshua gets upset. You know, we should have stayed in Egypt and... Uh, I knew this was a mistake. And, you know, God says, for heaven's sake, stand up. And, uh, <laughs> hey, you forgot you forgot two things. One, remember, for you to receive the promise, mm-hmm. the resolution, my will, you're going to have to keep processing step by step by step. Right. And you can thwart it, which is what we talked about these last uh, couple times about hindrances. Right. You can thwart that. Because you're not willing to go any further or you've decided on your own what to Mm -hmm. do. So you made a mistake. You forgot to ask. Number two is had you asked, I would have said you have a wound in your heart. You have you have sin in your camp. You've got a problem here that before we go any further, I need to heal that up. Needs to be addressed. Yeah. Um, And then we can go forward. Okay. And he did it. And then he went forward. And so it took him five years step by step, city by city, week by week, month by month, year by year, until they finally fulfilled the promised land. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, now Joshua understood his will was, well, I'll be with you. I'll check in. I'll let you direct me step by step. I'm not going to worry about, well, tell me when all this is going to get done and, and let me know when you do. It's, I'll just walk with you on the path. I know where we're headed. Um, I'll I'll stay in dialogue with you. I'll stay in fellowship with you. I'll get I'll get it fulfilled, and you will deliver the promised land, which which you did. And then it, even at the end of it, he gathered everybody together and said, "Hey, we got there. Mm-hmm. We have occupied the promised land, and we're at peace. Everything is like God said." He said, "Guess what? We have tomorrow coming." Uh, so don't stand here and say thank you that's it it's we've now got to continue this is a great milestone wonderful experience but we have tomorrow let's go Mm -hmm. let's go seek god tomorrow and if you stop you're going to lose everything you've got you've been given right right so as far as me and my house we're going to serve god uh okay so uh, he says it's step by step walk by walk uh walk by walk uh beauty beauty by beauty uh, and he says, you know, don't thwart it. And one of the things that thwarts it is not uh, taking advantage of something that God has given us uh, to be able to receive his will. And so go to, hmm. uh, go to 1 Peter 3, 7 and just, okay. just read an interesting statement and then, and then we can talk about it. Sure. 1 Peter 3, 7 says, um, husbands likewise dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel and as being heirs together of the grace of life that your prayers may not be hindered. Yeah. Uh, so he said, uh, and he's talking about, uh, you know, your spouse talking about uh, friendship, talking about inner circle. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that, uh, and we, we've talked about this before, 
that uh, he said, when you get to unity, there I command blessing. Um, yes. Um, uh, where I uh, demonstrate you've discovered my will together through unity with your, uh, first of all, your spouse. Uh, secondly, it would be with your uh, friends, uh, inner circle. Kind of your inner circle, right. Uh, people that have a heart with the same Holy Spirit. Because your unity, remember, isn't... Um, just an agreement with somebody else it's it's together you've discovered my will right and that's so important i know we harp on that a lot but that's such an important thing to point out it is not just coming into an agreement because i can run around and find lots of people to agree with me on any point you know and so the the difference between finding people who are simply yes men and to agree with you and finding people who will go seek god's will with you is vastly different yeah um, I had uh, somebody recently uh, that's been pr- pr- processing God's will, uh, wanting God's will 100%. Uh, and his comment to me was, um, I wonder if I'm hearing right. Mm-hmm. And what if I'm not? And if, because if I'm not in his will, I, I do, he said, I do know if I'm not in his will, I won't experience the covenant life that he's promised me. So, right. What if I'm I'm not in the right spot? Uh, I said, okay. I said I can appreciate that question. Um, I said, um, are you processing everything with your spouse? Mm-hmm. Well, no. Isn't God going to tell me? I said, mm. I said yes and no. Uh, that is that yes, He'll tell you for sure because it's got to be confirmed in you, but. He gives us the privilege of, of unity mm-hmm. and processing. And you know, you don't quite have it right yet. Or let me help you get there and confirm that you... And sometimes you, even bringing a completeness to it. Just completeness. another piece that hasn't been shared yet. Yeah, that's right. Just something you don't know that they do or that they're going to receive. And so mm-hmm. uh, I said, uh, you're missing the beauty of something that God has given you, and that's unity with your spouse, unity with your inner Mm -hmm. circle, to confirm so that you really can ignore ever thinking that way, am I hearing right? Because God will confirm it 100%. And are you going to hear perfectly and completely yourself? No. But you'll get, if you have a heart to go, together... You'll get to unity, and he says here in Peter, First Peter, that if you don't honor the process with your significant uh, person, your friend, your your spouse, your inner circle, you are hindering your prayers because mm. you're missing out on the ability. And what happens is that either you actually do go off base because you think you know, and really what it turns into is I want, I want, I want. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm back in the self outside of the kingdom, or you're in a state where you're constantly frustrated. Am I hearing right? Am I hearing right? Am I hearing right? Am I hearing right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe no. Remember what he said in, in James? If that's where you wind up, you're a double-minded man and that's stable. That's double-minded, right? All your ways. I can't actually tell you. Mm-hmm. He said, I don't need you. I don't, you don't need to be either place. Why don't you just take what I'm hearing, what I'm speaking to you, Process it with me, process it with your friends, process it with your spouse. And he, and he said there, right, and, and Peter, do it with honor, uh, mm-hmm. by respect 
and let's process together. And I really care about what you have to say and I want to go to unity. Okay, now there's a, there's a big reason for this uh, on the other side of it. So go to Luke 11 and read verses 17 to 23. Luke 11. Luke 11, 17 to 23. Uh, excuse me, uh, yeah, 17 to 23. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. But he, knowing their thoughts, said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and a house divided against itself falls. Um, If Satan is also divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? Because you say, I cast out demons by Beelzebub. And if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, then by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore, they will be your judges. But if I cast out demons with the finger of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his own palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger, but when a stronger than he comes upon him and overcomes him, he takes him from, he takes from him all his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoils. And he who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. Yeah. So he says, um, "There's a truth. A house divided. What happens mm-hmm. to a house divided?" It will fall. It will fall. It will not stand, yeah. Okay. Um, go back to, uh, remember what Paul said, is when you have the enemy mm-hmm. with his his schemes against you will stand mm-hmm. uh, in the kingdom. And what he's, what he's kind of, what God has putting together for us is, look, standing in the kingdom happens through unity. Mm-hmm. Um a house divided doesn't stand in the kingdom. Right. Uh, you actually exit because you're under then the influence and the power of kill, steal, and destroy. And you're fighting a battle against each other. Mm-hmm. And the enemy's got gotcha. you. Uh, right. As opposed to, he said, uh, if you if a house stands unified, it will stand, see, and you will receive mm-hmm. my will. And then he, he says, um, the enemy is trying to get one of you to basically um, that you're strong at the moment and one of you uh, goes to uh, disunity mm-hmm. and division and arguing and fighting and I want my way and I don't care. He said, then, then I've got you, and now I've tied you up. I've taken what you had as good, and I've, mm-hmm. moved, it, I've moved it to the very difficult and oppressive, um, and uh, he said, I'm, I'm going to take it from you. Um, mm-hmm. What am I going to take? Your life, the joy of life, the abundance of life, the covenant of life. I'm going to take all that away from you. And he said, the biggest strategy I've got is disunity. Yeah, is division. Well, and I think as you talk about this, I'm struck by the fact that um, disunity is not just, you know, it, it absolutely is when we're, you know, at odds with one another and, and trying to keep our selfish desires there. But sometimes disunity is simply not being willing to go to unity. Right. <laughs> so deciding I'm going to decide for myself. Right. It's choosing to not be humble enough to come under the instruction that God has given us that there is unity and confidence in coming together with other believers. And that is just as much, you know, disunity as 
you know, to not seek it is just as much the problem as um, seeking out it and being in conflict and not humbling yourself to the other person in that. Yeah. It comes both ways. Yeah. Yeah. And as you speak about that, um, let's, let's add this other element to it. Uh, go to um, uh, James 4, 2, uh, and it makes a statement about that. What does it say? James 4, 2. James 4, 2 says, you lust and do not have, you murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. Okay. So um, he's talking about division. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're in division. And then you don't have because you don't ask. Right. Okay. Now, when you don't ask, why not? A lot of times it's because we don't want to know or we don't want to come under, come humbly under something that is different than what we desire. Okay, so first of all is um, I've decided already and I'm actually Mm -hmm. experiencing my partner, my friends saying, yeah, you know what? I don't agree with that. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're arguing, debating, fighting, uh, even if it's in our heads. It's like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's not an active, uh, strong argument, verbal argument going on. But basically, I don't really care what you think. Right. Um, uh, yeah, you said you don't agree with it, but I don't care. And I'm fighting. already dismissed that. I'm dismissed yeah. it. Uh, okay, so um, I don't, I, I've already decided what I want. Or two, uh, it's why bother? Mm-hmm. Um, why would you not ask anything of anybody? So if if I needed something from you, but I didn't ask you, my belief would be what? You're not going to give it to me anyway. Right. So why bother? See, I've already mm. resigned myself to, yeah, I, I would like to, but I've already learned, you know, that you either don't or can't or, or some something that I think so mm-hmm. um, I don't even bother. I've already gone to resignation. Right. There's no value in asking because I'm not going to get mm-hmm. it. I'm not going to get it anyway. Uh, and so God says, "Why? Well, because you went into division, mm. and you have have operated where the house is going to fall. I mm-hmm. can't deliver to you." the answers, the covenant, the abundant life, you've concluded why bother Mm -hmm. and you've gone to uh, cynicism Hmm. and resignation uh, out of that, out of that process of, I want to decide it myself. And if anybody disagrees with me, Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to just basically go to battle with them. Um, and I also, as you talk about that, I'm struck by the thought of pride and actually, um, Romans 12, three, for I say through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one, a measure of faith. And that word for faith actually translates as spiritual gifts, recognizing that God has given each of us differing spiritual gifts and they are all necessary to one another. And so to me, that verse calls out that humility that flies in the face of what you're talking about right now is sometimes we don't want to recognize that somebody else does have a spiritual gift that we need to come humbly under and actually seek in order to complete the picture. We want to stay in self and feel like whatever we have, what we know 
is superior. Therefore, we're not going to humble ourselves to someone else's. Right, right. And then uh, uh, as we, you know, uh, conclude this, this whole area on hindrances is that uh, this whole aspect of, of one of the big questions to ask ourselves is if we're not seeing much answer to prayer, um, either we're not praying at all mm-hmm. or because we've already gone to cynicism and, 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 and resignation or uh, a question to ask is, um, have I been willing to go to yeah. unity with my spouse or with my friends or my inner circle that's good. To have yeah. them work, because if the answer is, nah, not really, like I asked this guy, I said, well, are you, are you taking advantage of the opportunity you have with your spouse? Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, no. Uh, well, look, let me help you with that. Um, that's, a, that's, that's, a, that's a privilege that right. God's given us. And you're missing us, out on something. <laughs> and you're missing out on a key piece of the puzzle mm-hmm. to be able to receive God's will. And it's no wonder you're not seeing answers to prayer is that you're either through ignorance, you're not understanding it, or you've already decided, well, I don't care what my spouse wants. I want, I said, in both cases, you're going to never get God's answers uh, because unity is a big deal. So uh, consider that as a big question is maybe I need to learn differently. And, And again, if you do, uh, you can send in questions about that. Uh, we have we've already gone through the podcast. We have courses on uh, unity. We have courses on God's will. Uh, we talk over and over and over again at various places how to go to unity with your spouse and how critical this is, or with your friends or inner circle. Uh, and so, don't let that be a hindrance mm-hmm. uh, to uh, answered great. prayer and recognize that. Okay, yeah, I'm not very good at this. That's okay. Uh, let me learn the, mm-hmm. ele- the elements of what it would look like to go to unity with my spouse. And there's a process to it. There's honor, respect, discussion, input, uh, seeking God's will together. And by the way, it's nothing but joy mm-hmm. uh, to experience that and to have it. And what a privilege it is you know, that we have. So we would encourage you to really consider that and recognize that this could be a big hindrance to your prayer life and to really pay attention to it. And uh, we're happy to help you uh, as we go down the peak. So, Father, we thank you for uh, we get to have that privilege uh, to be in mm, unity with, yes. with each other. And it's not unity as an agreement with each other. It's unity with you because uh, the Holy Spirit is within all of us. So we just pray that we'll uh, learn it, process it and receive it and understand that division causes us to fall and unity brings about victory. And we thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us and thank you for that great discussion on this, such an important part of it. If you have questions that have been brought up today, send them in at questions at afjministry.com and we'll be sure to get to them. Have a great afternoon. We will see you then. Yep. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.